This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are back with the hafta from a rainy, rather pleasant Delhi and many parts of which are flooded, especially Gurgaon NCR which is looking like Venice. In fact, those underpasses are completely flooded. I was just wondering some of those underpasses are like 2 kilometers long. So if someone was stuck inside, they would have drowned. We wouldn't even know. You know, that's like 20 25 feet deep. But um we are in our office which is rather damp the carpet and manisha says it's not damp it's wet and what was your appeal it's manisha it's soaked it's drenched soaked. it's drenched so please pay to keep our carpet dry yeah. so that we can replace our carpet today uh, raman is traveling raman sir is traveling as is anand vardhan uh, joining us on the hafta today in our studio is uh, mehraj lone hi mehraj hello manisha pande hello and joining us on the phone line is prateek sinha the co-founder of alt news hi prateek hi hi everybody and where are you right now i am in ahmedabad in my home office which is in my bedroom and how's ahmedabad <laughs> doing is it as as flooded as other parts of the country uh, it's been raining quite a bit uh but i haven't stepped out really and no it's uh, i mean there's some amount of flooding but uh, not too much not like delhi gurgaon whatever i'm seeing right uh, most of you will probably already know who prateek is and what alt news is those of you who don't it is one of the pioneers of fact checking in india prateek can tell us i don't know the technicalities you're one of the few fact checking agencies as recognized by some entity or the other i'm i'm sure yeah i think it is suffice to say that we are one of the we are one of the early fact checkers along with boom live and sm hoax player right so uh let's get to the headlines but mm. before that i have a couple of announcements our nl sena project for india's custodial debts is almost topped up thank you so much all of you who have contributed to this project uh, i think the target is 210000 i think we're all pretty much almost there we're at 205 uh, those of you who contributed to the delhi riots project i hope you uh, appreciate the stories that have come out like i said many more will be coming it is not over we have two reporters dedicated to this Ayush who was on the ground and Basant for the longest time we have given them 10 days off because they had just camped out in office because they were going to Kolkata courts and they were going to police stations and you know we all just thought it wasn't safe for them to go back home when they were out on the ground so much so now they've got 10 days off after being camping out in office for about a month uh, we have will have another few NL projects up Sena projects up do contribute to those and do subscribe if you just want to support our journalism and the next few haftas will be free like i said we have a new website that is coming up we are testing various permutations and combinations of the smooth flow of payment gateways and our podcast player so enjoy the hafta while it's free but do continue to pay if you can uh, and share this with others who you think would appreciate it while it's free because once it's paid for they'll have to pay to access this and some of our other stuff on that note Manisha what all made the news this week So a story in Wall Street Journal created quite a stir in India briefly the story was about uh, how Facebook flouted its own rules to let BJP leaders in India and Hindu nationalist individuals and groups spread communal hatred and this uh, was given a pass apparently at the instance of Ankita who's the Facebook uh, head of public policy and the story basically explains that this was so because they didn't wanted to let it get in the way of business in India with the BJP being in par Uh, this created quite a lot of uh, talking points there have been cases filed there's a case that ankhidas has filed alleging that she's received threats there's a counter case that a journalist has filed 
saying that uh, he's also receiving threats because Ankita's complaint uh, notes his name. So we can discuss these two complaints. Hmm. Congress has written to Mark Zuckerberg seeking inquiry into Facebook India's operations. It's become predictably a BJP versus Congress slugfest. Meanwhile, Google and Facebook will be forced to share revenue with media in Australia. Yep, that is maybe a, this is a sort a, of a, a sign <laughs> of things to come, which yeah. I think may not be altogether a bad thing. Hmm. Uh, the Supreme Court yesterday directed the CBI to investigate Sushant Singh Rajput's uh, death. Yeah, this circus much... has reached. Yeah. A, I mean, we shall discuss this because it's we've crazy. got many mails from some very rational, reasonable people. And maybe uh, I'd like Prateek to weigh in on this, that a lot of people have actually bought into just the nonsense going around. And how does that happen? Hmm. That's the power of constant media propaganda, hmm. if you oh, can yeah. call it I that. I think over the last 10 years, this would be one of the cases of... Uh, successes of media propaganda, how powerful it can be. Uh, meanwhile, Prashant Bhushan has asked Supreme Court to defer hearing on his sentence in contempt case, but he was, he's in the court. We're recording this on a Thursday morning and he's in the court right now. The hearing is going on as we record. The most recent development in this is that he said that I refuse to apologize and I've done nothing wrong and I stand by what I say. Yeah, we can discuss this in some detail yeah. as well. And uh, it's one o'clock right now in the afternoon on Thursday. If by the end of this, the Supreme Court has pronounced its sentence. We shall let you know. Yeah. The IAF has written to censor board us, uh, saying that there's been undue negative portrayal of the forces in Gunjan Saxena. That movie has also created a bit of controversy. Funds from PM Cares needn't be transferred. Supreme Court rejects request. Yeah. Basically, PM Cares Fund is actually a private trust that has been set up with the Prime Minister as a trustee and I guess Amit Shah as well. Yeah. And a, a lot of, of public sector units have given their CSR money here. Yeah. And there was an NGO known as the Centre for Policy Interest Litigation. They filed a petition that this should come under RTI because they were refusing to, the trustees were refusing to give any details on the the, the money and the balance. And Amazing. Can you imagine? And, and the Supreme Court has said that's fine. Money, yeah? It's got a lot of money. It's got a lot. No, the particular right specific... in the first one week, everyone yeah. was coming up with these announcements that we've donated this much, that much to PM Cares. In the initial days, it was like it had topped 10,000 yeah. crores. Yeah, 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 yeah. So since then, but the case and in the Supreme Court was specific because they wanted the money transfer to the ND uh, National Disaster Response Fund yes. because that is audited and you get yes. like details yeah. out in the public. But Dori is retired from international cricket. Terrorists involved in the murder of JNK BJP leader, family members killed, says hmm. cops. This is the third such incident in the last month, right? In, in no, no, this is those uh, BJP leaders who were killed. Hmm. The militants who allegedly killed them have now been killed. Oh, okay. But okay. Can, I mean, these are like claims you, you always make. Okay. Yeah, you never mm. know. In the Bangalore violence, Yadurapa government uh, has taken a leaf out of Yogi Adityanath government's book. Uh, they've said that they're going to make rioters pay for property damage. Uh, the headline says that it uses Supreme Court order. Uh, we yeah. could maybe discuss this a little bit to figure out the legality of, I mean, can you just attach properties or not without a due process? But mm. that is something we will discuss. Ashok Lavas has resigned as election commissioner. Delhi Metro has announced steep pay cuts amid extreme adverse financial crisis. Hmm. Uh, there's been a really gruesome case of rape in Uttar Pradesh where a 17-year-old girl was raped and uh, killed. That also, I mean, and there's been a bunch of other rape cases also. That there's a 13-year-old girl also uh, whose news also hit. Uh, there's then. 81.61 lakh people have been affected in Bihar floods. This has predictably not got much coverage, though I saw ABP reporting a bit on this. And we shall probably discuss in a little more detail next week when Anand joins us. And yeah, he's not we can traveling. figure out what exactly is happening there. But it's quite bad. Homes flooded, uh, families out. 
41 lakh youth have lost job in India due to COVID pandemic. Numbers may reach 61 lakh, says a new report by the Asia Development Bank and International Labour Organization. These are salaried people, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is not the salary. This is another report. The salaried report is by another agency, which says five, five million, million salaried people. people have lost their jobs. That's this is fifty that, lakh. Okay. This is a report that is basically looking at the the youths, the fifteen to hundred twenty four age group, and that's another report. So, okay. I mean, it's at a different level. Five million, and just in the month of June, that report mm. said that just within one month, five million people had lost their jobs. And there's another report by Asia Development Bank, which says that uh, the pandemic has pushed. people to poverty in a way that i mean it's set back india in this greatly. country especially because even before the pandemic one of the chief causes of people falling back into poverty was medical expenses mm. and now mm. those have shot up those have shot up so we shall discuss some of that and uh, we have a lot of mails in fact we've got some 18 20 mails this week so you will understand if i can't read all of them out but let's start with this entire facebook controversy Pratik, do come in. You have, in fact, been rather critical of the platform and their other, um, the WhatsApps and the Instagrams, etc. I remember even in the first media rumble, you had said that they can do a lot more than they do. Now, yes, this particular incident, uh, I'm sure it doesn't surprise you, uh, as it doesn't surprise many of us. But it's the first evidence, is that right? Or has there been such evidence before that they are partial to right-wing hate? or is it that they are not partial to any one hate they are just rather lax on any kind of hate no there is partiality and uh, see the thing is in indian politics if you look at from a political sphere whether it is uh, bjp congress let's even put an amm etc the fact is that there is more hate which which is coming from the right wing quarters in terms of hate speech on social media and i have consistently observed i have been uh, following social media very closely since 2013 which is one of the reason why all things were started because we saw that there was this enormous influx of uh, videos with a very sectarian tone uh, which were being used to polarize people and the few of the stories that we started off with uh, back in 2013 were uh, you know old videos and images being used to attack Muslims in India saying that they are responsible for a variety of crimes, a trend which continues till today. And uh, we have consistently seen that Facebook does an extremely poor job of not just taking down this kind of hate, but they also are very—they are not being hard enough on pages and accounts which is which are propagating such hate in a very organized manner. Right. I would like to put out a disclosure that Facebook is the lead sponsor or one of the sponsors of the media rumble our annual event which is also going to happen next month which is a this time a digital only event so this is a disclosure i think it's important we put out there and we've had a relationship with them for the last i think 5 years on some smaller or bigger events or the other but it is event related we have a partnership with teamwork arts for the media rumble teamwork arts are the founders and the producers and the creators of the jaipur lit fest the media rumble is a partnership with them an equal partnership so and that is done through sponsors and partners as opposed to newslaundry.com which is run only through subscribers i'd like to make that distinction very clear now one thing that we've been aware of is that facebook even before this whole right left kind of debate started it rewards uh, or up up ticks things that get a response an emotional response which is usually anger and hate right so they have been reluctant to act on such angry or hateful posts even facebook on becoming a family and friends space became a 
ranting and hateful space ironically twitter yes. which is the political platform has done more to stem this now has there been evidence like this wall street journal has you know said that if spoken to several employees and they've even got an official response has there been any such report that actually clearly puts out such evidence before this prateek Uh, there has been one report so i'm aware of at least one more person who who works in facebook and had deep ties with uh, mr modi prior to 2014 and was in fact running a propaganda page running more than one propaganda page leading up to 2014 there has never been a public disclo- disclosure of the same uh, i think more will come out about this in in the coming days i think there are other people who are working on different stories but uh, there's at least one more individual who's 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 uh, pretty powerful and i think uh, mr poronjoy guha wrote an article before 2019 elections uh, where he puts out some of the details but i think more will come out as a you know people are following upon these things and more will come out so there's there's definitely there are definitely and I'm, i'm i don't think this is limited to facebook at this point of time uh, if you want to do business in india you have to cozy up to the government that is that is how it is and just like media organizations which are cozying up to the government and doing only and something that news laundry highlights day in and day out because of the business model and everything just just the way media is cozying up to the government uh, these companies are also cozying up to the government and are doing things which benefit the government because uh, because they in return they they get variety of favors like uh, the government directly promoting these platforms in various events and things like that actually not just that and you know i'd like mehraj and minisha to come in and you know share your thoughts on this i think a few things i think the fact that facebook is deeply problematic on hate speech is a given i, I don't think anyone can but i think what happens when a narrative like this takes over is that a lot of and of course people like pratik and alt news have been doing a fantastic job in sifting fact from fiction because everything gets clubbed together anki was hired in 2011 or 12 when the up was in power so uh, 11 uh, yeah 11 correct and and uh, so at that time clearly modi was not really on the horizon so it was not her ties that made that hire possible although you know people at her level i'm sure are close to people across the spectrum uh, so that is one of the things that you know goes out i have seen another tweet by someone who used to be a journalist and is i would assume fairly responsible and i don't want to repeat those lies who have claimed that another employee of facebook who i have known for years actually used to run uh, websites for modi who i mean he's a recent hire and i know that's not true because i know what that person does not that i agree with what that person does because he works for a corporate house doing corporate communications which is basically pr and planting stories but but he did not work for modi so a lot of you know in the whole halla if anything goes has is also happening in this case and what pratik said well forget the small events that are being promoted facebook is promoted by the government whatsapp pay in fact there's an article today on it in the times of india if you read the times of india and the business pages uh that the supreme court there's a case in the supreme court saying facebook uh, whatsapp should not be allowed whatsapp pay because they'll have monopoly supreme court says no they won't have monopoly. sorry the comp- no, supreme court bolna competition commission of india this is everything jaake supreme court pe rukta na so the cci <laughs> it, it might says, end up there or eventually it might end up there yeah. so the cci says that there is no such this thing but if facebook gets into the payment system then paytm shaytm will be i mean it will make more money than anything else and the only thing that is blocking them right now is regulation so you understand the stakes that is the level at which 
the stakes are, uh, which is basically what Pratik was talking about. But Manisha Miraj, what do you think of this and what is the way out? I just want to intervene for a second. And you know, the person you're talking about, uh, I can say with 100% certainty that he did run websites for Modi. And I have evidence for the same. It's just that... When he, when he was in his corporate job? Was it a side gig? It is very murky. Uh, but No, I as in, was that, all... was that corporation deployed to do this or was he doing it as a side like thing on the side like because i'm I, I know what his job was at the time um there is a possibility that the corporation was also involved but he definitely there were meetings which were hap- which happened at the corporation office as well uh so i, I cannot i'm still working on this but i can say with 100 percent certainty that he was running okay this propaganda websites also hmm. another fact that has come out is that even before bjp came to power hmm. bjp and modi especially they were like the facebook's biggest client in india yeah apparently as far as money spent biggest political client is that right yeah, uh, political client political yeah. client right um, pratik do you know they were the biggest political client uh, for advertising or the biggest client overall do you know so at least in, uh, at least if you look at the analysis of 2019 elections because facebook recently you know started putting out numbers about who's advertising how. So the the thing uh, BJP does is that uh, they advertise certain amount, and I think all parties are doing that. They advertise certain amount in an official capacity. So BJP, let's say facebook.com slash BJP for India, you know, their official page, or facebook.com slash INC Congress. I forget what is their official page. But, uh, but they will advertise, and that money will show up. But then there are pages like Nation with Namo, Okay, which are not associated directly. Got so, it. So that doesn't that, so that doesn't come into the uh, the party ka kharcha. Basically, like they fund election. Matlab, kuch party ka kharcha hai, yes. Kuch yes. Uh-huh. And proxies, you know, BJP is using huge number of proxies to do this kind of fu- funding. And if you only if you look at just nation with Namo, and I think HuffPost did a, a article on it and their antecedents. Uh, if you just look at the kharcha uh, that nation with namo is doing it is enormous and there's no accountability as to where that money is coming from so that said before we get into the discussion there's one point which like it has become kind of a woke thing to say okay facebook is acting against right wing hate and then left wing hate hmm. what exactly is left wing hate hmm. everywhere in the world you see india myanmar sri lanka europe us, US. The hate, the kind of hate that will kill the whole community, will send them to concentration camps. That's entirely coming from the right wing. Yes, there are loonies on the left too who will say these things, but the manner, the organized manner, it's being done by the right wing. I don't see any evidence, like especially on social media, from the, of the left doing that anywhere. Hmm. So this comparison, okay, they are going after this, they're not. That is like very facetious. So that said, another thing that often gets ignored when we talk about this is that Facebook, Google. All of these, they're essentially, essentially, yeah, they are giant corporations and they only ever care about is their bottom line. Hmm. If they're going to make money, they'll cozy up to everybody. Today, there's an article in, in Time magazine which says like Facebook's role in the Myanmar Rohingya genocide is like pretty well documented. Yeah. And when their role came out, they did an investigation. They took down some pages and they said, will cooperate with the investigation. The country, African com- country, Gambia, they have gone to the uh, Hague, the International Criminal Court, to take the Myanmar government to account for the 
and they have gone to face they first went to twitter and to facebook saying cooperate with us give us the information you have about this for the investigation twitter apparently uh, complied facebook has now gone to court and saying we won't do it this is a reuters report right I, this I is a time this. time magazine time report. magazine yeah. report right right it's in the time Correct. right right now i mean yeah yeah it just came out today this hmm. why because i mean it's a business they're running it as a business as long as it's run in, as a business these problems are going to be there i mean you can they can put up one rule today say we'll moderate this content tomorrow there'll be another rule which will allow something else as long as they run like this they'll be like this the only solution is to make them into public utilities like the campaign has been growing turn them into public utilities like electricity companies like healthcare facilities mm-hmm. they should be run like that because now more than ever they are public utilities right. even though they pretend they aren't hmm. and what that will do is that will at least transfer some of the power to the people right now mark zuckerberg zuckerberg essentially makes all the decisions i mean he is like the kind of a dictator of this global empire hmm. so unless you break that model and breaking that model starts from yes regulation effective regulation but also you have to break these companies up I mean you can't have these great giant this is like the a british empire in fact today apple's valuation has touched 2 trillion which is uh, i think a, a healthy chunk of india's gdp and that is the kind of power you can't i mean no government can compete against this right. so the only way to do is to break them up hmm, manisha disband facebook not disband <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> like they did back in the Mehraj day with like the giant corporations oil banks corporations. and everything there is yeah. oil corporations yeah. because, but Mm. To me, uh, what I found really interesting was Ankhidas's complaint. Uh, so right after this fiasco, she filed a complaint with the police, which some people erroneously said that an FIR has been filed. There's no FIR. She simply pointed. She simply complained, and she's named four five people, and say she said that these are violent threats. Now one of them is a journalist who apparently posted the Wall Street Journal article on his wall, and he's listed eight important points from that article, and people have responded on that Facebook post. One of the posts says Ankhidas Murdabad, and she cited that as you know a death threat. threat. I mean, Ankhidas Murdabad, if violent threat, then I mean, Facebook is practically sat on a digital genocide in India. Uh, There's another uh, thing which Facebook has pulled down. So, which means that they are fully capable. Because there's one another post uh, by one Himanshu guy who again has been named in the complaint, and he's called her Shaitan ki amma. You know, samal ja ud paar kin jayega whatever nonsense. Very innocuous kind of. stuff that you see on facebook that you know you won't even think twice about so facebook has pulled that post down so clearly they are very capable of micro you know analyzing content and going after what they want to but when it comes to you know women who so many women journalists have complained about rape threats graphic death threats on facebook and facebook has not acted on instagram there's now a recent case of that bhau guy what's in his fact, name in fact yeah uh, prateek has posted that twitter took down that bhau's video but is it still up prateek it's still up that... on instagram No. So what happened was that uh, this bhau guy posted the video uh, saying that system baju me complaint baju me abhi log ko marna hai with ten thousand expletives and it was a longish video. I posted thirty seconds of that on Twitter saying that a verified Instagram account uh, is doing this. Yeah, he's verified. Blue tick on Instagram. Hmm. Yes, a verif and uh, this ver the the part that it is verified is uh, is essential to mention because this person has a history. of hate speech 
It is not that uh, this is the first time this person is indulging in such objectionable speech. And yet Instagram went ahead and verified because yeah. of the quote-unquote celebrity status. He was also invited. He's the same guy who was on some reality show, right? On Sony. Big boss, big boss, big boss. Big okay. boss. He, he sits in a car yeah. and he issues these rape threats to women a lot. Yes. And he he's part of a bigger gang. Hmm. Uh, if you remember uh, this uh, young person from Gujarat who was arrested, Shubham Mishra. Yeah, Joshua, and, uh, who who uh, threatened that Joshua stand-up artist. Agrima Joshua. Yes, he yes. Had threatened Agrima Joshua. And uh, all of these are sort of buddies and uh, there are more people who you know this is the new thing and again uh, while we may be focusing on Facebook here I think all the platforms are equally responsible even YouTube has given a lot of space to hate Twitter I can name several accounts off the top of my head for example Prashant Patel Umbra. why is he still there on Twitter you know there are so many people Tarek Fateh why is he still there on Twitter there are so many people who put out hate in a very sort of organized manner and they still find space. And I'm saying this, you know, I'm not making a judgment call on freedom of speech, et cetera, but equivalent accounts in the US, for example, Alex Jones, et cetera, have been taken down uh, these networks without you know, them being limited to one platform uh, in the US. In fact, you're right. The, 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 the standards there in India, in fact, that's one of the things we should touch upon. Yeah, so uh, many equivalent accounts there have been taken down. Facebook has taken down networks, for example, Iranian networks, which have which have uh, targeted US and things like that. Facebook has done a lot more. So whether it is all these companies which are based in California, Facebook, Twitter, Google, while they call themselves global company, they actually have a very narrow view. They don't understand the politics that is happening. At least the key decision makers, they don't understand uh, what policy changes on the platform. and can affect different countries. So when Zuckerberg says that they are not going to uh, fact check, this happened about a couple of months ago when Trump put out certain tweets and uh, regarding mail-in ballots and said that you know mail-in ballots is a scam or something to that effect. And Twitter went ahead and fact checked that and put a disclaimer saying that uh, these tweets have been fact checked. And then they gave this elaborate, you know, if you click on that fact check link, it takes you to uh, these articles which show why Trump's tweet are not true. At, at the same point in time, uh, people reached out to Facebook and asked them, why are you not fact-checking? Because the same content exists on your platform as well. And uh, Zuckerberg's response to that was that political speech is the most scrutinized speech. Media organizations uh, look at political speech with a fine comb, and hence, we don't think that we need to fact-check. Now, this is what they think now, this is a person who's sitting in Menlo Park in California, and uh, uh, he doesn't know, for example, how media operates in India. And in India, political speech of those who are powerful is definitely not scrutinized uh, the way it is probably in the US or in the UK. Mm-hmm. So the problem is that these people sitting in California make global policies with very little worldview of how politics affects certain countries, and especially those who are who have authoritarian regime so that is problem number 1 you know coming back to this bhao thing this person clearly uh, puts out hate and because his videos go so viral uh, the you know facebook and instagram they benefit from that you know their whole model is this virality so that is the only reason why this person still exists otherwise what is the value that a person who uses 10000 expletives in every single video or every single post that he posts, 
why is that person hostile I mean, on that forget the abuse is, he poses very direct threats you know after threatening yes video after video in post after post and it's not easy to get a blue tick on instagram by the way huh? I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not, not we everyone don't gets have it. One. Alt news doesn't have one. Yeah, exactly. Uh. So I mean, there you have it. Alt news doesn't have one, and this guy has one. And I do agree with I mean, uh, Pratik and Maharaj on what they've said about. I mean, in in one way, I guess Facebook will only be as good as the com- country that they function in. And it's true that when it comes to hate speech, our our standards are so low, and they've plummeted over the past four years. I would say because if you go on television news channels. I mean the kind of stuff that is said about people communities the daily sort of slander of people or even if you look at politicians so I think Facebook is also lacks here because you look at you look at you know the mahal in the country and you're like okay to chalta hai so I think some of that has happened here but we need to judge them for at least the facade of the global company that they you know portray themselves to be especially after the Rohingya genocide I mean there's clear evidence that Facebook you know was used that it played a major role and there's been vast criticism research on facebook's role they've refused to submit themselves to scrutiny but this is something that they can't i mean even they haven't denied and especially after that for them to be so lax in other countries i think they need to ju- be judged harshly especially for the front that they put up in western democracies yeah you know um, they had uh, twitter had restricted trump's tweet where he had made some false claim maybe pratik will tell us what that claim was and they had actually taken down a tweet of jared kushner who's i think trump's son in law for putting out some false tweet they had actually pulled it down here forget modi they won't even be able to pull down a tweet of sambit patra yeah yeah so <laughs> the standards are clearly different there and here and uh, well at least facebook has said that they're trying to address this problem of not understanding the various you know cultural sensitivities the hate in different countries through a facebook oversight board which technically can overrule mark zuckerberg because the criticism was that even the board of governors can't overrule him and this has i think some 20 people from around the country, world one of them is an indian i think right now he's the head of a law school uh, i'm not sure which one maybe the bangalore law school uh, he's a very accomplished person but it remains to be seen whether this oversight board can actually overrule mark zuckerberg right now i don't think that authority or power has been exercised yet but uh, Yeah I mean the double standards are too obvious and across uh, platforms mm. um, another thing that that needs to be spoken about is or the question that has to be raised is that who is the only head of state who has been given the kind of audience that Mr Modi got in Facebook and the chain of events which led to that uh, this was the same time when Facebook was hoping to announce Facebook Basic or Facebook Zero in India and that is when Mr Modi got this you know at Facebook headquarters uh he was hosted by mark zuckerberg himself and i don't think there is any other world leader who has gotten that kind of audience uh, in in facebook headquarters yes people have gone there including trump and there have been allegations of face uh, zuckerberg and trump having uh, behind the scene discussions and all of that but uh, this was unprecedented and of course right after that they tried to bring facebook zero in at that point in time i think i believe that whatever civil action happened with thousands and thousands of emails that went through that forced probably the government to take back that decision of uh, allowing facebook zero in india but at that point of time my political understanding my political understanding has developed since then especially vis-a-vis facebook and how it operates so i'm not exactly sure why that happened but every country where facebook zero go uh, went for example myanmar facebook zero what it essentially does is that you know facebook decides that uh, facebook and a bunch of other websites 
will be you can access them for free basically they go through that, they are so the facebook becomes the internet basically yeah. yes facebook becomes the internet and that and anything other than those websites you have to pay for it of course in countries like india myanmar bangladesh pakistan philippines so many other countries sri lanka or african countries where facebook zero went you know we will not pay for something beyond what is free uh typically so we will not pay that top up and what happened was facebook became internet for these people hmm. uh the myanmar military they created thousands of accounts to put out hate against rohingya muslims in myanmar because facebook zero was what was internet that became the reality of people and which was hugely responsible for yeah. the exodus of rohingya in fact, muslims people, so uh, and, i mean just to uh, button uh, pratik in fact i mean there's a documentary on this where people were using facebook like they use google news so they would type rohingyas and you know they would read whatever facebook right. posts would be there and that's that's how their opinions were being shaped and in india whatsapp has become the equivalent of facebook zero even though facebook zero never came to india whatsapp has become the equivalent if you remember this case where in rajasthan this man hacked a bengali laborer bengali muslim yes and he posted laborer. it yes and uh, bbc did a story on them they went to that town and they they spoke to multiple people and this was not the only person who was radicalized there were so many other people who were extremely radicalized based on the content that they see every day their their phones were filled with videos of cow slaughter etc and this is again this is again that i have seen again and again for those of our audience who are wondering what it means that facebook is the internet it is basically that let's say you get a preloaded app in your phone then you click on that and through that you can access whatever internet you want anything else you have to pay for so that is what uh, you know pratik uh, mean when he says uh, f- facebook becomes the internet but uh, before we move on to the sushant singh case i just want to also touch upon this one aspect that in australia clearly the lobbying war has been won by rupert murdoch who is probably more yeah. powerful in australia also, than mark also wall Zetterman. street journal is rupert murdoch's one of his many media outlets as is fox so yeah and it's quite, it was just want to mention it's quite hilarious that all these bjp wallers were like it is left wing it is a left conspiracy i was like boss he's the bap of right wing rupert yeah. murdoch <laughs> wants wall street a, journal he created fox too yeah, so. and wall street journal is i mean the in house paper of the right wing economics yes exactly else. so you know this news item that appeared in most uh, you know news platforms that australia has passed a law i think it's already passed it or it is in the process of passing it passing it that google facebook and other digital platforms will could be forced to pay hundreds and millions of dollars in fines if they fail to comply with the news media bargaining code released by australia's competition regulator on friday you can read the article in the guardian.com what this means is that now all these digital platforms will have to share their revenue with legacy players and what percentage like is there a... i'm not sure exactly okay. what the percentage is and it's not even law yet but the speculation is that that lobbying war has been won by rupert murdoch and in america also murdoch is more powerful than zuckerberg so it is highly likely that if this whole thing happens there murdoch will prevail who is the father of right wing you know hate in america as much as permissible through fox and stuff so i think from small outfits like us point of view the best people to actually take on digital giants is legacy media unfortunately and while they are part of the problem but i would rather be in battle with legacy media because i think that's a battle i can win i'm not sure i can win a battle with digital giants pratik your views on that i mean yeah you can get facebook to pay for all of that but at the end of the day they have become a monopoly and that is what is a bigger threat the fact that they have become a monopoly and 
we have to depend, like media organizations have to depend on Facebooks and the Googles of the world to get all the traffic. And they decide, they, if you remember a few years back, Google tweaked their algorithm and uh, there are some local uh, media organizations in India who came down because the traffic to their websites completely stopped. So them having such overarching control on the internet infrastructure and the way internet traffic flows and very little transparency, very little accountability, that is going to be a problem. You can get them to pay and all of that. I don't know how much percentage they're going to pay. What does, what does, you know, what is the contract, eventual contract that it will be. But till the time uh, we don't have our independent audience networks, for example, we get some amount of traffic, audience get some amount of traffic from its own app. And we are working on certain things so that the traffic increases, so that we are not dependent on these people for, for the traffic that we get. I think all media organizations need to come together and create independent audience network, which is not dependent on Facebook. Facebook, why should we take money from Facebook? We should have our independent business models. Facebook is a audience network. It is not, you know, we are mis mixing an audience network with a advertising network. And that is where the problem is. Our audience networks need to be independent. Our advertising networks need to be independent. Our subscriptions need to be independent. So, mm. uh, it's a very good point. I mean, that's a valid point. Just to give you guys an idea, a lot of our traffic does come from Google search and stuff. So one way, of course, you guys can contribute is that just spread the word of people like Alt News, our websites, to all your groups, you know, through your WhatsApp so that one doesn't have to only depend on search engine optimization and other such on Facebook and Google. So, you know, you as an yeah. audience can also, you know, do the neutron bomb kind of yeah. formula of one person, you know, recruits for, who recruits for each, like that kind <laughs> of thing. And also share stuff. Like if you like, if you've read something, you like it. If you watch something you've liked, if you heard something, like share it. I think that so, you yeah, share it on your WhatsApp groups. It kind of so helps us. On that note, uh, I, I know Pratik... But on that, uh, hmm. since Pratik was talking about an app, I was wondering like, wouldn't it be nice if at least India could have like an app where all independent news organizations, like a Zomato of independent news yes absolutely there have there have to be more that audience could be, networks that could be really which, nice you have an app where you get all maybe your news we can from. create one i mean let's see i mean there's going to be hazard problems in that but even an app like why does news laundry not have an app right now you know a the process was expensive and in the past when we want to get people to pay through an app apple wants 30 percent of the money and because our podcasts and much of our content is behind a paywall. Again, why is that? Why is that? Because Google controls it, right? Why should Google get 30%? Just no, I, I'm talking Google, about Apple. I don't know what I'll the, tell you what happened recently. I, I, I don't we know what is the... Sorry, uh, Pratik, I was talking about Apple. Uh, how much does Google charge? Same. Same, same, okay. same, same. And what happened recently was that we had a donation button on our app and Google took down our app. And then we had to go through this whole loop of trying to prove that, look, we are a not-for-profit company and now they allow a donation button. But you can only pay through their payment API. You cannot pay otherwise. So they have so much control over every aspect of publishing, whether it is audience, whether it is payment gateway and things like that, that it has become, these are big monopolies. And these chota mota things like, you know, them paying for some amount of advertising, that is not the solution. Yeah. And also they aren't just like regular monopolies. They're like multi-monopolies rolled into one. Like earlier, you had an oil monopoly, you had a steel monopoly. Now you have Google, which is which is a monopoly in search, which which has a pretty much a monopoly in videos through YouTube, which now has this has this thing uh, also uh, the Pay. payment thing. 
same with facebook it has whatsapp there's facebook there's instagram so yeah i mean so I, only way i see is for them to be broken up into parts and chalo let's see how this goes we're in interesting times so uh, i just want to discuss this whole thing on uh, sushant singh rajput manisha will just give us the context but i would like to read this one email he doesn't want to be named he is a public sector employee and he says my company conduct laws dictate i am not going to write letters to editors just imagine maybe someday you could talk about the official secrets act and the fact that a large amount of the educated population cannot contribute to political discourse because their job prevents <laughs> them from doing so so really they can't even write an email or a letter to the uh, uh, some of the emails crazy. that i've got are from forgies and they have said you uh, can't forgies take i get but i mean a public yeah, like public, a pub yeah, psu can't. also you have such rules even for some private organizations no i mean i mean you have that for across yeah. i mean that's one of the reasons many of the news platforms don't come to media rumble because they have been told by their yeah, organization that too. you can't speak uh, but i mean i think that is a more complicated discussion i, I think that is very context based but this particular individual who clearly is educated and all that has written a rather long mail uh, first of all subscribers um, try to keep your mail short because we are getting more and more mails every week and i'd like to include as many as possible so dear public sector employee who cannot be named i can't include your full mail but this bit was of concern to me you have said that uh, you have been very critical of the news laundry panel uh, hafta panel that we guys completely outright are rejecting any cbi inquiry actually we weren't outright rejecting it we no. were just amused by and now concerned by the kind of narrative that is built around it so you have said quote your presumption that there isn't any foul play or that he was murdered by the and then you have taken four names is based on what evidence exactly question mark unquote i am surprised that you are saying that what is your evidence that these four people haven't murdered him it's like asking me what is my evidence that i haven't murdered him what is your evidence that they you ha- they have murdered him i mean you can't prove a negative you can't prove a negative i mean i'm surprised you asked such a question must... and also you've gone on to say how can you so definitively say that all rumors going on are completely false if and again capital if the allegations of disha salian's gang. gang rape you have said involving again you've named four people were true partially or completely would it not be very easy for them to suppress I mean you are saying something that there's no evidence of I mean this is based on a whatsapp forward that these four people so bro it's like asking me that what is the evidence that mehraj manisha and i had not killed out some murder that happened in delhi yesterday i mean i don't know what is the evidence that we have and this i think is a the power of what this narrative has achieved manisha you want to just I think, put the context uh, of that i think a we should be a bit i don't blame this gentleman who's written to us because what has happened in this case and what is deeply disturbing to me i haven't seen anything like this at least in the past 8 years now what he's talking about this conspiracy that involves uh, you know aditya thakre and disha salyan who you know she managed one film for sushant singh rajput this conspiracy of the fact that she went to a party and then she was raped and then she was murdered and those same set of people then murdered sushant singh rajput first originated on a facebook post i'm linking a piece to this please read it mr psu <laughs> please read it and please forward it to other people who may believe it so this is by this guy called prashant okay now he says that he's an uh, he, his only claim to fame is that he's a facebook activist and he started insaf ssr he's written this whole long post with this conspiracy theory where he's also said that he was murdered with his dog's belt and all that and right at the top of the post he's written ye ho bhi sakta hai nahi bhi ho sakta hai hmm. matlab this is fictional 
and this is not fictional also now this guy is invited on to republic arnab's listening to this guy he mouths the same thing without naming because obviously there can be defamation and then arnab says oh my god this is this is a sensational claim my god this is this is very concerning bihar police has to take note same thing is reiterated by people like in times now that you know there has been insinuation that there was a party and aditya thakre went there now imagine this guy who's written this post and we've spoken to that guy in our report prateek uh, the reporter called this guy up and asked him by what's the proof who told you this he said mujhe kisi ne disha ke friend ne phone kiya kaun hai friend nahi pata somebody in that post has said how do you know he said mujhe kisi ne gujarat mein bataya so we asked him who told you this somebody from gujarat or somebody or disha's friend he said no Uh, somebody from Gujarat posted it. I read it, and then I added all information I had and my own investigation. Now this is this is a person who's clearly out of job, or I don't know what, or he just wants quick fame. And or he's whatever. even saying that Mossad and FBI uh, and everybody has investigated it. Then he told Pratik that uh, you know uh, I've international organizations have come to me investigating this case. So Pratik obviously jokingly said, "Who FBI, Interpol, Raw, uh, Mossad?" He's like, "Ha, people like those." So. I don't so, blame this guy because this conspiracy theory on Facebook is goes viral, whatever. But he finds space on prime time news. No, but but you know my concern is that now a also for those of you saying, देखो अब CBI ने केस ले लिया है. The CBI is going to be investigating the Sushant Singh Rajput case and not the Disha case. Yeah. So people, so yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that doesn't prove anything. And uh, Disha Salia's parents have come out. They have they have they've distraught with the fact. Imagine you lose your daughter and then you have. Conspiracies on her rape all over media and all over social media. Imagine what that does to a family. They've come and said, "Please leave us alone," and that's the end of it. This case that CBI is investigating is based on Sushant Singh Rajput's father's complaint yeah. on Ria. And and the Supreme Court has said that the Bihar Police is within law to to ask the CBI to take this over, and which is what's happened. So I think it's really of grave concern that. we have reached a stage where rational people and you know a wonderful subscriber from the public sector unit is not the only one i have spoken to rational people in the last week or so who are saying but weren't both his kneecaps broken and he had a dog ka patta exactly. around his neck i said where do you get this information no no what is the proof that these people haven't killed him i said since when has this country become what is the proof that i haven't like no but this is what's happening on television like my mother also she also said that you know par ye to hua maybe this is but okay fine arnab is you know he may be lying but what about everyone else Now she's so, right. It's true that everyone is saying the same speaking. thing again and again so, and again, and then you start to Pratik, doubt yourself. Pratik, what is the kind of fact checking and myth busting on this that you have been inundated with? And how effective is it if this has become a, like a, a, an acceptable, you know, ki, what if? No, so uh, we have done some amount of fact checking, but uh, we have not done much of it. And personally, I've been completely, I'm completely disinterested in this issue just because it is so ridiculous. But. Uh, Uh, the fact is that the question that you raised how is that so many people are starting to believe that that is because every media organization is talking about it i was just looking at a tweet which says that ndtv is talking about sushant singh i mean even ndtv is talking about sushant singh while this whole prashant bhushan thing is happening in supreme court so when there is so much talk about such a such an issue people will start to believe okay everybody's talking there must be some truth to it why exactly. is everybody talking about it and uh, that has happened again and again i think there was a case called dk ravi where this karnataka is officer who had you know who committed suicide and a bjp made a huge issue out of it saying that you know he was killed by some mafia 
And I don't know if, you, you know, it became a huge issue. And even if you go back, uh, it may not be the exact analogy, but back in 2014 election, every media organization was talking about Gujarat model. Nobody talks about it now. And everybody believed that Gujarat is some sort of a magical place, you know, and now nobody talks about Gujarat model at all. So you can do this mass propaganda through media and get people to believe certain things. And I, I don't see why they wouldn't start believing in these these conspiracy theories, because everybody's talking about them, whether in a positive manner or negative manner, that is all that is being spoken about in media. And I mean, and some of it to me doesn't seem, it's not just concerned fans or citizens. Some of it seems really organized because suddenly, like over the past one month, there are so many pages that have sprung up, ki SSR, Coinsaf, YouTube channels, which with four videos that are only talking about shit like this. You know, Ria was, was dating. Manisha, look at the Twitter trends. Click on any Twitter trend which has to do with this guy, uh, and just look at them. Each one, all the account, all the accounts which have 400, 500 tweets, they are all anonymous. You know, some saying Kangana team, not the verified account, but you know, some of the Kangana team, some Arnab. So these are all imposter accounts, uh, yeah. quote unquote parody accounts. And they are the ones who are trending these hashtags. Every time I've checked, and I've checked at least five, six times, all the trends around this issue, and there have been more, it's these. So this is definitely an organized attempt because these people, from my experience, they get paid to tweet these things because they'll tweet on a hajar things. And they're getting paid to make this issue mainstream, to get a trend on Twitter and things like that. Republic has done more than 30 debates on this, yeah? So they've debated this for a whole month, ignoring... For example, you know, stories on people losing their jobs, on pandemic, on floods, on rape. There's been complete inundation. And of course, Arnab started it, but every other channel played catch up. And you've had on top of that social media. So I, I don't really blame people for believing it, but it's very scary because at the end of the day, if you look at um, also the protagonist of this whole conspiracy, Ria, there is one allegation against her by the parents, which is also abetment to suicide. And whatever embezzlement of funds and all, all that has to be investigated. But the kind of vitriol against her, things that are being said about her that she was, you know, she was. But that's also the media also. Dating yeah, says Bhatt, Ria, Ria, arrest Ria now. You know, those are the kind of hashtags. Even for Disha's parents, you know, to lose someone and then have such things being said about you. So it's it's actually very scary. I haven't I've I haven't felt this overwhelmed by media coverage, even though we watch so much of media coverage. But this is something that it makes you realize the power of media and how something like this can just be spun can take a life of its own and become something completely... Actually, the thing that has shocked me is that, you know, all these things are in a movie. Like you'd see a... What was that film? Um, Village. Peeply uh, Live. Peeply Live. Or, you know, you'd see... There were caricatures of people who were so amoral, who had no sense of ethics at all. Yeah. Like anything goes. You know, there were characters from films. You didn't ever think, being in the business, you'd ever encounter someone like that. Now, I meet people, some who I have known for years... Who really don't give a shit. Yeah, agar hashtag arrestria now chal raha hai to chal raha hai. Hmm. I'm like, have you thought about what that means for her, for her family? Are All these anchors who cry, you know, every time if there's a violence against women or there's rape, whatever, this Anjana and Rubika and Navika who shed tears. The kind of nonsensical it's, reporting so I think they've that done. Complete because it's a very lucrative career now, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Did I think she this whole use thing him for money? I mean, just imagine the kind of stuff being no, said. But what? I don't get it. Why all this? I don't. I mean, I understand what's that, the whole idea. Is it political only, or what? Two reasons. One is, and discredit. one is, I mean, you'll have to check that it has a lot of TRPs. 
and therefore they're doing it two ways it'll become an election bihar and now with the that whether is it dg of bihar police or dg officers, hmm. who has said iski aukat kya hai ki chief minister ke bare mein bole then it's probably a political issue and it'll milk it politically so yeah i mean i i have no idea what but yeah i mean to me specifically the disha salia bit was just outrageous because you've you've practically named politicians and you know other actors you've accused them of rape and murder and this theory Based finally it's way too prime time news it's just and you complete know, abdication of whatever and, journalistic you know, duties and how things have changed is like when i was in news track i mean i'll talk about this conspiracy theory because it is fairly innocuous and it's not but this is just one we used to come across with many so one was i don't know whether many of you had heard it and people who wanted to believe conspiracy used to say it with confidence dimple kapadia is actually nargis and raj kapoor's daughter which is why raj kapoor threw a fit when chintu kapoor wanted to marry her and quickly got her married to rajesh khanna you see her nose is like madhu like nargis you see her ada is like raj kapoor you see i was like where nahi nahi ye to hai you know bollywood mein aisi i'm giving you this one because it was laughable i would never do a story on news track saying is dimple kapadia raj kapoor and nargis's love child kya ye sach hai prove it is not so ab bhai first <laughs> i have to prove it is so na how can i prove it is not so now i'm telling you one i can tell you many other theories that we had I don't know. Many of you may not be old enough to remember when I was at Newstrack. There was this one huge set of raids when this N K Singh, who finds a, a seat every, in every finance commission or here, no matter which government comes in by, he's there in some official capacity. I think he was revenue secretary or something at the time. And there was a bunch of raids. Madhuri Dixit, ye wo like Bollywood is raided. कहीं के six crore, दो जे six crore is a lot of money. Uh, lots of theories are going around that ये raids इसलिए पड़ी क्योंकि X didn't do why this favor of so and so was getting married and x wanted a mujra yeah all these chutiya fucking theories used to we did not go on air and say you know this is what has happened this is why madhuri has been raided and all such theories have been happening since i started reporting in 1995 but till now we did not come on air and say bhai ye theory hai batao ye galat hai ki sahi hai so that is the difference now to they have even gone beyond that i mean they run visuals videos photos mm. and say we can't verify this but this is what is happening no but i think the most exasperating thing is what abhinandan says that prove it it's not so i'm at a loss of words i don't know how to like counter that so, uh, how do you know it's not i think so <laughs> any more thoughts you want to share prateek before we let you go thank you for your time you've given us over an hour yeah no no i think that is it <laughs> i'm i'm seriously not um, i don't even talk about this issue <laughs> rather do other things so guys do support prateek as well altnews.in or is it .com prateek in it's .in. .in so altnews.in they do some fantastic fact checking it is a really committed very small team so do support them and thank you for supporting us those of you who do and those of you who consume this podcast for free ha mufat ka khalo bachu 3 hafte hain uske baad we are taking it back inside the paywall when a new website is up and ready uh, and before you leave us prateek you have any recommendations of any great article report film series that you think will enrich the lives of our listeners i think uh, we should be uh, looking at more and more about surveillance capitalism and uh, i think readers should read more about it about how while we talk about the issue of privacy uh, sorry hate and misinformation i think the issue of privacy is also very important and how these giant corporations are uh, sucking in all our so much private data and i think other than educating ourselves of how to make sure that you know the information that we consume is authentic uh, we also need to figure out how to ensure that we are leaking out as little private information as possible so maybe uh, nl can have a longer discussion on this um, for its audience at some point in time 
maybe we should we should do a let's talk about on this so thanks pratik have a good day and uh, keep doing what you're doing man thank you okay thanks bye bye now i'd like to read a bunch of other mails uh, but one more point that uh, this subscriber had Uh, he's spoken about safetyism, and I don't want to argue my position on this spectrum, but I guess it will lie somewhere closer to Abhinandan's. Also, you've spoken about independence of news laundry. You've said that I'm sold on the idea of individual subscription, but we have seen how Jandhan accounts were co-opted to launder money by the rich and powerful. <laughs> What protection have you ensured maintaining independence and editorial sanctity in such a case? How do you know you are not laundering? So the prove it. The merits and demerits of hierarchical subscription model. One is uh, it's basically those of you who can afford to pay more. uh you know we ask for more and then they get access to things like nl chat box and stuff but everybody gets access to the content even the paywall content all the subscribers although just about 20% of our content is paywalled the guarantee of independent voices independent of any financial incentives through advertisers corporations governments happens through a model but yes you know as long as the board of directors that is just maybe you know me or madhu or two three of us you can say um i've spoken about this a little earlier i think three or four podcasts ago we are working hopefully by the i mean i was hoping i could do it this year but because of covid and all sorts of things i have explained that model in a little bit of detail if you can go back and check out that podcast i'm sorry i don't remember which episode it was that how uh, we're trying to you know change nl into a model where the board will consist of someone from the employees where they will have a sizable chunk of the shares and a bunch of super subscribers from among people like you uh, who will also get representation it's it's a hybrid of what reddit did with you know giving shares to subscribers and guardian having a trust for the employees so i mean when we have that figured out i will share it with you but even that doesn't ensure that it will be completely independent you can reduce compromise you cannot eliminate it it's, it's like i keep giving the same example during the days of the financial instruments that were created during the insane years of the early 2000s to the late 2000s many quants thought that they could eliminate risk which is when they came up with the subprime mortgages you can't eliminate risk as we learned you can try to minimize it and the moment you think you've eliminated it it comes and falls on your head you cannot eliminate bias you cannot eliminate compromise you can minimize it and that is what we will try and every future model will hopefully minimize it and reduce it more and more and more So that's the idea but thank you for your suggestions on safety and sorry this is one quote you've said however the fact that liberals fail to see that they are making themselves weaker by picking on each other rather than uniting ourselves and fighting the machine is beyond me when i see gay and dalit bhakts it makes me want to shoot myself in the head call them out bring them in first then bicker about whose liberalism is rightest i hmm? completely agree with you on this i don't understand what when he's I saying is that liberal... on safetyism he says when i see gay bhakts or, lib- or dalit bhakts it blows my mind at how can you you know be a bhakt of of modi or this so he says you have to bring them in first and then you can keep fighting on whose liberalism is pure okay. on this i completely agree with you in fact bill mars last monologue was on this i find this really fascinating uh, that and this is not just true for the american liberals even here the whole test of purity of liberalism is something that i find deeply amusing and i see that with a lot of friends of mine and people i know and i don't think that serves anyone's purpose at all and it just makes the liberal side weak i come i am i agree with you on that anyone has a view on that contrary or no not really all right but this isn't i mean this isn't a unique thing that you have always had people who are oppressors and oppressed at the same time right i mean the greatest example is the caste system absolutely i have a few more emails and like i said i will not be reading complete emails because of just the amount of emails we've got 
and I will read out the names of the non-subscribers who have emailed us. But I'm not going to read out your emails because. अपना उसूल कहता है कि सिर्फ सब्सक्राइबर का ईमेल पढ़ने का मतलब मैंने आपके ईमेल पढ़ लिया है बट आई विल नॉट रीड इट आउट हेयर दिस इज फ्रॉम विनय अ स्टूडेंट माय नेम इज विनय फ्रॉम केरला आई एम अ रीसेंट सब्सक्राइबर आई हैव फ्यू क्वेरीज रिगार्डिंग सेफ्टीज्म इट्स फॉर मेघनाथ इन रिगार्ड टू द रिसेंट एन एल डिबेट अभिषेक सो आई विल शेयर दिस विद मेघनाथ बट ही इज नॉट हेयर बट वॉट यू बेसिकली हैव सेड इज दैट यू हैव साइटेड सेफ्टीज्म इज कॉन्ट्री टू लिबरल वैल्यूज सिंस इट कट्स डाउन द स्कोप ऑफ न्यू आइडियाज एंड डिस्कशन However, looking at the same aspect from a mental health perspective, I find it a bit problematic. The stigma surrounding mental health is slowly being gotten away with and is gaining space for discussion among the people due to liberal values inculcated in society. When one rejects a conversation which he or she feels might take a toll on their mental health, shouldn't it be all right to say that no to that conversation? If not, wouldn't that be a direct contradiction to the liberal values? I understand that when people use this as an excuse to shy away from every conversation becomes problematic mm-hmm. and one can say that safety is against liberal values at that instance no matter what the case I don't support cancel culture the point that I'm trying to bring is cancel culture is not exactly the same as denying a conversation it's much bigger than that so he says we shouldn't generalize when I uh, I agree but we yeah. shouldn't generalize but it one person can decide not to attend such a conversation or participate in it cancel culture is not about that one person it is about not allowing that conversation to happen i think that's what cancel culture is about okay now this is an email specifically for uh, mehraj so oh. let me get to this one next this email is from yusuf khalid he's an ex subscriber and he says a future subscriber but he can't do it currently which is fine either you're studying or these economic times are making us cut costs which is fine but once you are back on your feet yusuf i do hope you will subscribe again Uh, you have said regarding the discussion on bengaluru riots i would like to chip in that i completely agree with abhinav in the discussion and your earlier article on islam muslim liberals have consistently failed to call out the regressive and fanatical nature of these acts without ifs and buts mm. i thought even your discussion was far too permissive the current context is not an excuse the current context is not an excuse section 153a and section 295a of the ipc the blasphemy laws were enacted after the killing and riots after someone insulted the prophet mm. this has happened again and again irrespective of the political context neither is the idea that this was excusable because it was provocative muslim liberals should defend freedom of expression even if it was provocative i am sure hindu and christian liberals would defend the right to someone to insult their gods even if they disagreed with it With respect to Mehraj, I think his weekly slamming of the institution foundation of caste in Hindu society, while disregarding the institution foundation of violence and coercion in Muslim society, is a big blind spot. The funding from Saudi is a factor, but I would argue the dominant factor is the weak defense of liberal values of Muslims. I say this as someone who worries about the current majoritarianism and has a very religious father. Lastly, Manisha is brilliant and damn cool. She always ha. is always missed when not on very the hafsa. Very smart. Good gonna... choice. <laughs> Uh, then is I may Can you uh, repeat dis- that? <laughs> okay, we get it. <laughs> I may disagree with Mehraj a lot but I think his perspective on Kashmir adds a lot that is missing on most other mainstream channels. Keep doing the great work. Happy and take care Yusuf as is a non Okay, no. You, since you are a former subscriber and it's just temporary you have not subscribed, I have read out your mail Yusuf and you promise you'll subscribe again. So Mehraj, thanks uh, Yusuf so a couple of things. First this idea that liberal Muslims whatever that means are not going against this against this current of extremism is not entirely true as i said last time also some in fact some of the most vocal campaigns against this extremism have come from not liberal muslims quote and quote but religious muslims like the greatest reform movement that's happening especially in subcontinent and it's spread all over the world is the farai school of thought which is completely which completely like delegitimizes this school of thought within the religion not through liberal values or whatever basically what they are saying is this is against the essence of quran this is against the 
essence of the sunnah of the prophet so what? those things are happening what is against the extremism the use of religion hmm. to engage in extremism and violence about the other thing that there's a context of course there's a context all these things happen within a context why muslims are doing it like this they feel insecure but that doesn't justify it we said last time also violence is not justified whatever the context whatever the uh, whatever the reasons whatever the motives for it that is not justified at all so i i should make that clear again then we have this email by the way let me just read out the names of the non subscribers whose emails are here just to tell them that i've read your mails but i will not be reading them out sandeep you're a ex subscriber you have given some suggestions thank you for those suggestions i think some of those we can incorporate some maybe not then sanket you're also an ex subscriber uh, you said i'm currently unemployed after my masters and the only thing i lacked in hafta is intellectual analysis of market incentives uh, he says you were a subscriber but you're unemployed right now and you will subscribe as soon as you get a job thank you i'll take you Great, for your work sanket you. appreciate it he says since hafta often lacked intellectual analysis of market incentives but the first time i felt abhinandan was right where he mentioned about incentive which was spot on please find the link which prove why startups hire less women i am all for period leave of 10 days but government has to incentivize companies like they can call swap with one of weekend or other holidays or other incentives the other okay. thing i liked was calling rajeep sardesai he was the one who gave birth to journalist like arnab who is carrying legacy with hatred <laughs> Okay, that I don't know if Rajiv gave birth. I'm not birth. sure you can <laughs> accuse Rajdeep of giving birth to Arnab, but maybe Pranav Roy. Well, well, even that. Uh, then Robin, you're a non-subscriber and you have uh, written a mail to Madhu. I will pass it on to her. Mohit, you're a non-subscriber. You have responded to what Kamala Harris's discussion. And Shala Khan is an ex-subscriber, uh, so therefore I will make an exception and read some of your mail. Huge fan of your work. I was listening to your recent podcast discussion. Period. Leave as a feminist academic. I want to say that your discussion lacked some core information on the topic. Manisha's pro stance is understandable, and the other guy's skepticism, which I guess you're talking about me, is also valid. <laughs> the other guy, the other guy, who we named him. But all that has further arguments. I would like to write an article on the subject for your website to give you and your readers the full picture of the research done in this area till date and the proper way corporations can implement this policy because there are several layers. It's not a binary yes or no, for or against. A little about my writing. I've been published in the Observer, the Telegraph, UK Rewire, the Huff Post, Feminism India. Bas shala, jibote hamare liye. This is way more than I've ever been published. मैं तो बोल देता हूँ मनीषा हमें piece लिख रहा हूँ publish नहीं किया तो अगले मंदिर से salary नहीं दूँगा तो मेरा publish हो जाता है. Shala, please mail us abhinandansekri at gmail dot com. I repeat, abhinandansekri at gmail dot com. And uh, I hate to see this ex subscriber against your name. I hope you become a subscriber. but since you are an academic and you've written for a lot of uh, you know organization around this we'd love to have a very informed piece on this yeah why don't you write a piece for us on this so send it to us um, you can also cc contact at news laundry and you know i'll share it with our editors here i don't give their official email ids on this because then the inboxes mm, you can may... give it i mean it's fine let's suppose you get 500 mails you'll miss the ones that you i need you to respond then you say maine dekhi nahi which you always say oh i didn't see your mail So first learn how to declutter your inbox then oh ask God, for more. Oh God, I when I when was the last time I said I haven't seen your mail? I, I see all the mails. Stuff. We do fake news here. Then Shashank, you're a non-subscriber. You have written a fairly long mail on the Ram Janmabhoomi rabble rousing. You have asked me certain questions also. I completely disagree with your equivalence of Bapu was Bapu because of 
media and uh, Nathuram can also be made Bapu. No, Nathuram cannot be made Bapu no matter what you do. I think you are <laughs> Maybe calling... Maybe in today's media. No, it can't. Keep... I mean, I, I think you're saying that since we call out, you know, the hate of one side, we don't call out the inefficiency on one side. First of all, I do and I've called out. But the equivalence that you make that everything is the same, it's not the same. But I will not read your email out because you're a non-subscriber. Well, you're a subscriber. Then you come to NL versus NL and you can debate me because... I really would like to have a discussion on this on NL vs NL. By the way, guys, NL vs NL is a podcast where subscribers debate each other. Subscribers debate us. We debate each other on issues we don't agree with because the whole idea of making sure better ideas prevail is that you debate and discuss them. And the whole idea of NL vs NL is to make debates great again, to reclaim the debate so it doesn't become the shouting match that we have made it. Well, not we, but many legacy media has made it. This email... It's from Pratyay Chaudhary. Hello NL team. This mail is a reference to Hafta 289 and the comments that were made pertaining to secularism, Ranjanmuhi Ayodhya and highlighting several omissions and hypocrisy of part of the Hafta members. The argument that the Supreme Court Ayodhya judgment is self-contradicting as it gave away the land to the same people who it considered to be engaged in gross violation of law is totally unfounded on fact and showed that none of the Hafta members read the 1,075-page judgment. The Supreme Court pronounced its judgment on the title suit and not on the criminality of the act that brought down the disputed structure which bore the name of the Islamic invader. Being a title suit, the Supreme Court was supposed to decide on the title of the land. Title of the land in this case has been decided on archaeological, empirical, historical evidence. They have also taken into account the various foreign travellers who travelled in India during that period. I was astonished to see how not a single Hafta member even brought up the ASI report during the entire discussion. KK Muhammad, who actually was a part of the archaeological team, has given many public seminars on how there was a Vedic structure below the disputed structure. In May 2020... Non-Islamic structure. It wasn't a Vedic structure. It was a non-Islamic and structure. Actually, so it could uh, have been this, Buddhist, uh, Jain or Hindu. I think, uh, I'm afraid that he is mis- misinformed because the judgment says that these things are not the evidence for Yes. This. In fact... It, they it, actually it, said it in the judgment that archaeological evidence and all that... Is it, not what they're basing It doesn't have a bearing on us, yeah. In May 2020, during the land leveling of the Janmabhumi, several ancient Vedic architectural pillars, shivlings were discovered. Actually, I'm not so sure that they were part of, like you said, the judgment that was put out by the Supreme Court. Then speaking on secularism, kindly don't forget the fact that the original constitution didn't have any mention of secularism. It was only during the emergency that Indira Gandhi inserted secular into the preamble. If one reads the constituent assembly debates, one would find how Ambedkar, KK Munshi were totally against proclaiming India as a secular nation. Secularism and minorityism are two nodes of the same hypothetical axes and that's the reason why they can't go side by side by dumping the burden of secularism on the majority community. That is the reason why the original constitution had mention of minorities but no mention of secular. The monument of secularism can't be built on the ashes of Hindu community. Enough of the appeasement politics that made us see how Supreme Court judgment was overturned as it interfered in Sharia, how iftar parties were attended and organized by people of unconstitutional post, how Hajj houses were built across states, how Kashmiri Hindus were thwarted out of the only Muslim-majority state and entire political ecosystem kept quiet. It's time we realize how the Indic civilization was ravaged by Islamic foreign invaders, the proof of which is splattered across pages of history. Regards, keep up the good work. Regards, Pratyay Chaudhary. Pratyay, I completely disagree with your entire take on secularism and the history of India. And I completely disagree with your thing that the burden of secularism is not in the majority community. A, it is. And that is purely fact by numbers. It is like, is it the job of 12 men in an office to make sure that it is woman-friendly? Yes, it is our job. Otherwise, we can keep cracking jokes, sexist jokes about Isaurat Nebala, Usbivinio's husband ko kya bola. These are things, whichever 
community has the power they by common sense are the ones who can actually make things happen a certain way on that and secondary it doesn't matter whether it was inserted i mean i've seen this argument put out a lot of times that it was inserted during the emergency but how does it matter i mean that is not the question now the question is obvious secularization and secularism today has become a dirty word people are making fun of secularism so a i'd like to know is your position that secularism is something to be scoffed at or is it a desirable objective or ideal to reach for if you're saying it is not a desirable virtue then reject it then you don't have to justify whether it is our burden or not our burden and if it is a de- desirable virtue then it doesn't matter who inserted it when so i i find this line of argument one that i can't agree with even fun percent yeah and you to- wouldn't say that for i mean if you're going to blame uh, muslims in bangladesh or muslims in pakistan for the persecution that minorities have suffered there you'd have to do the same in india also no i mean the majority minority debate it's majoritarianism not hindu or islam wherever there's i mean majoritarianism is just majoritarianism and also i think you, uh, i would recommend a piece on news laundry on the verdict ayodhya verdict how claims of mental worship at babri masjid helped win it for hindus so it was actually the the courts the clincher was who had been using the land to offer prayers i mean it wasn't it wasn't to do with the asi findings and even though outlook back then had reported that there were you know artifacts and temples and stuff like that found what was then later on a certain was that the things that were found beneath the mosque the artifacts or uh, you know whatever the structure was there before the mosque was built was it's not sure whether it's temple or not it was non islamic for sure which means it, it was it could be hindu it could be jain or buddhist but it wasn't islamic that was the grounds but it, it there's no pr- certain proof that it was a ram temple that was destroyed something was destroyed which was non islamic just to add to that the supreme court obviously didn't say we are giving this land back to the people who demolished the mosque but just like the earlier this month we had the inauguration of the temple and just look at the people who were there hmm. sadhvirtambra sadhvirtambra <laughs> modi they were all so the same think, people yeah, who when, pulled I down the mosque i think meherad made that point he was making a more general yeah, point not not an exact judgment point can't say yeah. that so but that's the practical outcome of it and about the other part uh, abhinandan you were saying that the obviously the principle should be that the burden has to be on the majority because there are more in numbers but in actuality in india that has never happened the burden has always been on the minorities tell me one say for example hindu festival hindu custom that has ever somebody has practiced somebody in power a bureaucrat a politician a cricketer and people have had a problem with that mm. but a muslim comes to a comes to the parliament wearing a skull cap and he is suddenly an extremist also the the iftar party references and What's the problem in iftar party? I don't understand. I, don't understand. I but even this, I don't understand on both sides. There's nothing wrong with the holy Diwali iftar party, ah. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Eid party, करते हैं होली पार्टी करते हैं. Exactly. Because this that is, is not an issue. And, and Indian secularism has always meant that you celebrate all religions, not that you keep yourself away from all it, religions. This is not an atheist <laughs> nation. Mean, this is a <laughs> country of believers, like Anand keeps saying all the time. And yeah, also, so I, 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 you know, the whole thing of uh, this was another rant of Maha that I really liked of. pulling out what happened 500 years ago 800 years ago you see if that is your metric or if that is the value with which you determine current systems of social justice then india was a bunch of princely states here i mean let's be clear i mean and i've said this before mangal pandey did not decide to fight when they were asked to fire on their own people he decided to fight when as a pandey he was asked to bite a bullet with beef in it rani lakshmi bai did not fight the british to free india she fought the british to save her principality true the sindhyas buckled maharaja patiala saved himself in different ways so 
what is your point that all these people were anti-Hindu or they were anti-human or I mean I, I don't understand what you say you see when kings were fighting kings and corporations were dealing with people like slaves and colonization was happening that time the acceptable value of the world was different you have gone even further beyond that when coming and taking over a country meant demolishing their religious structures and this did not just happen with one religion or the other it even happened within the same religion and you know if you listen to our podcast which i think you mentioned have on my plate when we went to sri lanka rocky has mayur have told you about this whole myth that indian kings hindu kings never used to demolish anything that we shot a full episode in one entire ruin of theirs which was i, I don't know who was it i i could be wrong on this whether it was chola or one of these south hindu kings went and demolished the entire buddhist thing and they have and they've kept it now no one is there is saying in sri lanka ki sala sab hinduon ko maro ye buddhist wapas banao unne wo toote poote rakhe aap jao wahan picnic karo khana khao nikal lo wahan se wahan hinduon ko gali to nahi de rahe na and honest conversation about it is welcome and i think you know history should be up for you know these conversations from all sides but to ask for a retribution or to like go around no not just retribution <laughs> i i reject the notion that hindus have been at the receiving end of muslims in india for the longest time the world has been fought with varying value systems and down the ages forever from the crusades down to bush invading libya sorry saddam invading libya and bush then invading iraq and this will evolve and it will continue fabrics from now says india is standing on the ruin of you know this lot of people who were bloody driving cars while slum dwellers were this thing so therefore all these people should their homes should be taken down i don't think that would be a sensible way to reconcile whatever injustices are happening right yeah. now because and i have mentioned this in fact we were trying to do a story it's just just not possible to do when i drive into a colony uh, the amount of cars that are parked along the sides of the road i said one day let's just take an aerial shot and see how many of these cars each of these cars is the size of one small jhuggi and if each of these was one jhuggi because this is also public land na obviously matlab people have turned their driveways into gardens which is supposed to be the driveway and the road outside as a parking now instead of that being a your suv occupying that suppose a 4 foot by 6 foot little tirpal came up and a person started living there would that person be removed from public land or not but your car will not be removed now 500 years from now should someone say all people who owned cars in today's day and age be held responsible for all the injustices that happened to people who could not afford a home because it was your cars that made sure we could not live in homes no because it it is way more complicated and complex than that also people tend to forget is that and it's because it has been constructed that way that historical memory including by the founding fathers nehru and the rest of them that india as a country came into being in 1947 mm. before that there was a landmass which used to be called a place which used to be called india but it it was kingdoms it was empires it was princely states it was a lot of other things there was no country called india before that mm. exactly so in fact this the, the latest recruit of bjp sindhya when rani lakshmi bai and i recited that poem from uh, that stanza from that poem last week he what he did not help her because she's hindu not hindu what because everyone is out to protect their own kingdom na then this email is from arvind srinivasa arvind says i'm a recent subscriber long time mufatkhor writing to address several discussions complaints and probable solutions you have you have come with some ideas at how we can make news laundries content more user friendly so that our evangelists can share it with others you have 
discussion cancel cousin safety was a drags on for too long and the imprisonment of varvara rao are limited to 5 minutes and that is not a good balance of how we spend our time okay point taken technical suggestion to enforce the word limit uh, you should consider introducing a form in the website which shows the live word count and limit that's a very good idea in fact we should start doing that so hafta emails ke liye there should be a okay maybe we'll do that arvind thank you thank you for that so manisha what do you want to discuss next i think prashant bhushan what's happening with the final what is the outcome i, I think it just, would have come out the yeah, order so supreme court has given prashant bhushan two more days to reconsider statement i will quote what justice mishra has said so justice arun mishra has said quote there is no person on earth who cannot commit a mistake you may do hundreds of good things but that doesn't give you license to do 10 crimes whatever has been done is done but we want the person concerned to have a sense of remorse unquote i hope this also applies to judges uh, samajh raj dr mishra uh, sorry justice mishra but justice mishra has said i will give you two more days remorse jao beta sorry bolo please please sorry bol de <laughs> but wo to already prashant bhushan has said ki mujhe nahi bolna hai i don't seek mercy or magnanimity but he's got two more days to think about it <laughs> ab ye chalega think a bit more about it so yes your views on this uh, should i also tell you what prashant bhushan said quote I am pained to hear that I am held guilty of contempt of court. I am pained not because of the would be sentencing but because I'm being grossly misunderstood. I believe that an open criticism is necessary to safeguard the democracy and its values. Unquote. Also, quote, I may reconsider it if my lordships want but there won't be any substantial change. I don't want to waste my lordships time. I will consult my lawyer. Unquote. Then wow. Justice Mishra replied, quote, you better reconsider it. Don't just apply legal brains here. Unquote. What is this quote of uncles here? Yeah? just like battling each other on these silly and apparently uh, somewhere i was also reading on live law that prashant bhushan uh, the guy who was representing him was about to name the cgi and he said don't take his names it's not necessary why? like why would the whole case is about him taking offense to the two tweets two tweets right yeah, yeah. two tweets amazing so i guess by saturday this court will reconvene and if he still doesn't apologize the sentence will happen but just the background of what has happened in this time there have been uh i think 1000 lawyers or 3000 lawyers more than 1000 more than 1000 lawyers who have issued a statement in support of prashant bhushan and there have been many eminent citizens and regular citizens and people in law who have said that we stand with prashant bhushan basically it's going to become very embarrassing for the court if this basically becomes something that we endorse or prashant bhushan said then you can't put 3000 people in jail na hmm. so the the sentencing is going to be something very we will not let you enter the supreme court for the next two months aisa kuch hoga but i think they're past the point of being embarrassed about anything the supreme court in this country i mean they really don't care from their judgments no but i think this uh, they like. did really i mean uh, those tweets would have completely been forgotten but the fact that they wrote like they they've stretched that to these hearings and then order it's kind of it's also helped i think increase the stature of prashant bhushan you know the, everyone supporting the, him i think the and, basic i mean any right thing person basic, would support him in this case at least even if you are you know you agree with him or not on other issues but well, the basic issue is the ridiculous like nature of contempt law in india contempt is you can criticize a court's judgment fine but you can't say anything about the judges mm. when which is like a, as feudal as it can get mm. the contempt the idea of contempt is if the court gives you some orders gives you some directions you are supposed to follow them you don't follow them then you're in contempt mm. that never happens aadhar in fact is contempt of court right what the government did with a lot of 
like data data gathering yeah. and stuff that's contempt of court uh, even in some cases in some cases where the supreme court had put a stay on the destruction of some trees and all yeah they went ahead and continued with yes, the construction exactly. yeah i think karnataka mein hua tha na isi saal hua tha ki pichle saal i think we also discussed it that the court had said that the all M- mumbai it was right it was mumbai mm, correct yeah. right right yeah so so well i mean uh, sabrimala is one case also where they basically said that we are not going to follow supreme court says this is a women's entry yeah which they mm. said that let's see which court can allow women's entry and i mean they couldn't manage so yeah it's quite quite the thing but yeah it's definitely brought back prashant bhushan uh, into news and eminence thanks to the supreme court so it's just but again i mean as this, all these cases are it's just this is not happening for a while now i mean it's also not a new thing right now i would just like to also discuss about this film called kunjan saksena the kargil girl the indian air force has written to the censor board kehte rehta the center central board for certification, certification. but uh, it's on that, netflix so how do yeah. they but i think it still has to go through yeah. them I, i think so because it is a feature film that is supposed to have a theatrical release so they must have sent it but mm. so cbfc against a negative portrayal of the air force and also the national commission of women has also said ha ha we agree with them so i don't know why the national commission of women jumped in because apparently the lady is from forces background and she says being from forces background it doesn't appear so this cannot be true who's this lady <laughs> the lady who gave the statement ncw chief i see okay so i'm also from forces background i most even border cannot be true i've seen the film <laughs> nor can many other films border like most army officers will also tell you it's not true so even the numbering of the vehicles uh, was inaccurate because the number of the vehicle communicates the year that vehicle was commissioned and if you see border there are vehicles in that that were commissioned in the 80s and the 90s whereas the war that the border is fighting is i think the 71 war right <laughs> so so even that kind of deed but you have something to share on this manisha you've seen, I've seen the it. have you seen it i've seen have the film as well have you guys seen it what did no, you guys have i have actually reviewed it on awful, awful and awesome, awesome. and i had said you know once an awful and awesome this and said why don't you rate films like 1 upon 5 2 upon 5 i said i don't rate films because that communicates whether you should see it or not i may think a film is very shit but i would still like you to see it this is one of those films it's a <laughs> terrible film it is badly made it is a celebration of mediocrity it has mediocre music it has below mediocre acting three very gifted actors yeah. who have been wasted on this yeah yeah uh, in fact if not, not for the them if not for the three uh, actors the father the boss and the brother yes and and even the 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 other boss the the, 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 the other boss was, is also he was an andhadhund also he's the cop in andhadhund he was in urta punjab also as the he's really creepy actor. cop he's really good he's yeah. a very he's good, a actor. Very good so, actor so this um, i think she's shridevi's daughter right yeah janvi kapoor she's a terrible she's actor she's just terrible <laughs> she uh, can't act to say the well. music is below ordinary considering you've shot in ladakh it is one of the most beautiful parts of the country the cinematography you might as well shot in masuri uh, <laughs> the I mean, it's a war film, yet it doesn't have the urgency of a war film. And the problem with these biopics is that which which incident is true? That a woman can just leave her unit and go home, and she'll only be told come back because there's a war. Bloody, yeah. you'll be tried for what do you say when you abandon a uh, desert Desert-ish. for desertion? So, which or was she, you know, treated the way she was exactly? Which incident was true? So, when you say you've taken creative liberties, have you payload complete fiction? But why it's important to watch, I think, is because if young girls watch a film like this. they will say fuck the system we can be someone so which is why yeah. some shit films must be watched <laughs> i just think they could have made that movie without calling it gunja saksena i just think that if you're using a real person's name and you're giving the audience the impression that this is a biopic then you should stick to facts minor creative liberties are fine but way beyond minor <laughs> yeah but but yeah but here exactly like i'm 
डेड सर्टन एंड दिस इज नॉट समथिंग दरिजिनल गुंजा सक्सेन एज रिटन यू नो दैट पंजा लड़ाने वाला सीन वेर द ऑफिसर्स जिस स्लैमिंग और हैंड इज लाइक पंजा लड़ा के दिखाओ आई एम श्योर ऑफिसर्स आर सेक्सिस्ट एंड आई एम श्योर दे वॉज डिस्क्रिमिनेशन बिनाइंग एंड मलिशियस बट आई एम श्योर नो बड़ी वॉज गोइंग अराउंड ऑर्डरिंग मैन टू लड़ाओ पंजा विद अ वुमन टू शो हर हर औकात कोट अन कोट एंड ऑफकोर्स यू नो डांसिंग टू चोली के पीछे क्या है इन द मेस एंड ऑल दैट आई मीन आई आई जस्ट डोंट थिंक दैट दोज कांड थिंग्स आर प्रॉब्ली हैपनिंग विद the woman and this is one thing as a boss i would be very upset yeah now the guy who they've shown as a boss they've taken a lot of creative liberties and he probably didn't do all those things maybe he was you know sexist, insensitive yeah. sexist whatever but was he going around forcing her to you know or, or missing her sorties also is something yeah. that probably you know didn't happen and again this is something that happened in dangal also which i felt really upset about in dangal you know the coach they really showed her actual coach as this bad guy who doesn't like amir khan the father and he locks him up on the final olympics now that coach is very upset he was like dude i you know i coached for the olympics it was my hard work and you this whole movie is about how glorious the father is which is fine but don't malign me so my expectation from biopics i think should be that they should be true to fact minor that changes are fine wo chodo even her mother like if i was gunjan's mother i mean i don't know whether she was that horrible a person i mean keep tu shaadi kar parathe bana why should you study why should you i mean why should you join the air force you must study what i'm saying is that or was her brother as sexist i don't know if i was other than gunjan i don't think anyone would be happy with that film no, especially the boss i think the boss could could that's be that's also upset. because i mean bollywood usually has a very hard time making yeah. films that don't have villains like these yeah, scary characters like, yeah yeah it can't be subtle it can't yeah. be I mean, they could have made the point about sexism without making it. Ha- has so there been a like a movie, a biopic, which was like good and true to the facts? I don't know. Well, Bhag uh, Milka Bhag ba- made by India. Bhag Milka Bhag wasn't bad. I- I'd say that was one of the better ones. It didn't turn anyone into a villain, including the Pakistanis. In fact, Dhoni was a terrible film. Which I, I liked Dhoni. Understand. I liked it. I don't, I don't know how know true or false it was, but I think it was very subtle, nicely yeah, done. I thought film. it was. I thought it, I. I didn't think it turned anyone into villains. That way, I think Dhoni was. Just, I just thought it was very slow and long for someone because. I you know my view on cricket. Ha ah, that's the why the only like person it. I like is Dhoni. No I love Dhoni yeah. I think he's an amazing leader. I think he's a he's a case study in leadership. Forget it's oh, unfortunate. We should have Anand today to talk about Dhoni's retirement next next episode. It's sad that he plays cricket but he's an amazing <laughs> guy I think. But ah, uh, who so else which is no. a, I mean I think Gandhi was the best made biopic I've ever seen. But that, uh, Richard yeah, it wasn't No I'm talking about the Bollywood Bollywood that wasn't really Bollywood I can't think of any that I bhag milka bhag wasn't bad Bhagat Singh wasn't bad you know but maybe I saw it when I was very young the one yeah, with Manoj Kumar we have to see it again I mean I tried watching the one with Bobby Deol but after I saw Bobby Deol I said forget it I'm not <laughs> watching this I think the the music of Shahid Azam with Sonu Sood as Bhagat Singh it's got fantastic music uh, that film didn't do particularly well because five films on Bhagat Singh came out at the same time one was rajkumar santoshi with you know ajay devgan then one was with bobby diol one was with this guy uh, but this uh, the it's it's called shahid e azam it's it's music is outstanding also the fact that she wasn't the she wasn't the only lady in udampur station there was another officer with her so to also show that she was the only one and all that trying room whatever you know that she creates her own changing room and all that i mean these are little details that i would have liked it to be true to fact especially because it it is still an inspiring story you know right if you're using real names and you're yeah. 
marketing it, it has, has like to be a, to, it has to be i mean the, mm. uh, this is the same thing I they hate, do with historical I, I, movies I was just going to come to that i yeah. i mean this khilji movie Man. now the way they show khilji uh, you know winning in that war is through some really stupid chalkapat that he does i don't know i've forgotten but it was very dumb but i was like okay generations are going to just watch no one's going to read the book and they're going to think that khilji and also they just like depicting as him as this they cannot uh, you know a, a the whole character as this barbarian with like these eating features and all that and he was like, like, like freak. <laughs> the ruler of probably the most civilized <laughs> empire at the time and why hota na it it is you cannot measure that judge that time with today's values and that is what often happens you know Uh, but anyway that we've discussed it so often and our listeners are probably sick of us talking about that again and again i would just like to talk about this yedurappa government use sc order i will read out karnataka chief minister yedurappa has decided to make rioters pay for the damages caused to private and public property during the violence in bengaluru the state home minister announced the bjp government's decision regarding this the method was used first by the yogi adityanath government which passed an ordinance to penalize rioters mm-hmm. However the Karnataka government has invoked a 2009 Supreme Court order that permits a high court to constitute a machine to investigate loss and award compensation. Do any of you know I know some properties were attached or the threats of attachment happened in Yogi's government. Yeah, they should that Don't you have to go through the process? I mean, once you have to prove that this person is a writer or because I remember there was some news article that said they're going around sending attachment notices yeah, yeah, to people yeah. for prote- people who basically participated in protests so how do you prove that whether this person was responsible for breaking it or not i mean how, how does this system work i i don't know because a lot of people are saying ha ha ye system bahut acha hai theek hai matlab sunne mein acha lagta hai ki agar aap todte ho cheez aap hi jodo lekin wo you have to prove that it was broken by that particular person the same yeah, how do you in a riot situation anyway do that i mean it's a very complicated thing to prove anyway but then again the purpose of this is not that process to wahi rahega na getting no i'm saying the purpose is not that the purpose is just to harass people right that's the whole point to harass and humiliate and intimidate people. in this case um, i mean the only two times this has been uh, put into places ca protests and now this right but in the ca protests i haven't read a follow up report on whether payments finally happened or not like what exactly happened they went around attaching property and saying okay whatever that you will have to pay up but did it really happen or not but uh, but question. this was not just cuz i remember during the ca protest the, the police had issued some sort of a statement because then that videos came out not these cops were just todoing yeah. for yeah. no reason yeah. mm-hmm. they were passing an empty parking lot yeah, and yeah, they yeah. started breaking they said then these cops should also pay for this or the police they said yes we will look into it but was it looked into whether those bikes fixed obviously like, not in bangalore also for example four people were killed in police firing four people were killed hmm. you can be sure that there's never going to be any investigation no in that right so yeah i think this is political posturing and harassment i don't think it kind of leads to anything it, it's it's not solution oriented yeah. approach even in terms of penalizing the real writers i mean for i, I don't think it can even work in that sense right uh, before we wind up Anything else you want to talk about Manisha Mehraj that we have missed because there are a lot of emails we can't include all of them so we shall try to include some next week but let's see nothing really i think Bihar that was flirts, it apart from that i think we'll wait until yeah, i think we, we, we can, can get some anand chand account because now anand is back in bihar so next week if he joins us he can just give us some sort of an idea of exactly aankhon dekhi because he is in patna and he's i think moving around yeah he'll be able to give us better understanding of what exactly is happening there so let me end with this email it's more than 600 words so i won't include all of it so he says hi abhinandan loki here i became a subscriber last month after one route for nearly 5 years because now i have the financial means to do it yay i'm glad loki you do may you prosper and gift many newsletter subscriptions to many more people 
just a small response to an accusation made by two NL subscribers on your being microaggressive regarding pronunciation of names. Oh, oh I'm no linguist. It's still go- going on. It's still going on. So he says, for example, an Angrez will find very difficult to pronounce the Hindi lettered uh, names or surnames containing this letter, however hard they try. Similar to Hindi sp- speaker or Tamilian or ex- English cannot pronounce words of Xhosa language. Well, I don't know what language that is. Oh, it's just a language of clicks, like, like okay, that one, right. Uh, and he says, human beings develop vocal cords depending on which language they learn. So certain vocal cords become more this thing. He says, this is not to deny that North Indians are not inherently racist towards South Indians or Northeasterners. Bollywood, the so-called mirror of North Indian society, has been hell of a lot of racist while representing people from the South or Bihar. Uh, or Marwadi or Punjabi or Muslim or Goan <laughs> so basically <laughs> they haven't left anyone uh, so he says I'm a politically left-leaning centrist hated by everyone so yay and witness a lot of nuisance in the left-wing narrative especially the one in the US which I hold responsible for the election of an absolute lunatic in power Mr. Trump <laughs> I used to consider myself on the liberal side but my own side banished me I believe the left wing in the US is overly sensitive. <laughs> I come from a generation who adored George Carlin Ricky Gervais and Christopher Hitchens yeah in fact, George Carlin, Ricky Gervais, I'm, I'm surprised Gervais, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, I don't know how uh, many liberals have not cancelled them. I mean, they're so offensive. I do feel American left is somewhat similar to the Indian right wing. Their left is as intolerant as our right. Major difference being that they are only sensitive and ours is insensitive as fuck. <laughs> Both are doing politics of emotion, group mentality and that of keeping sentiment superior to facts. I'm in no way right wing. I despise the US right wing. And regarding the Indian right wing... I feel, okay, I'm not going to read that sentence. It'll sound like a threat. But he feels only Mukti can cure them of their mental disorder. <laughs> so, so, so. Oh, God. You have been banished by the left. This is what I'm you think of surprised. the right. I'm not surprised. Now, news is not the place for you, boss. Come here. And no one accept you. Right, so you will not pass and left will judge that you are not woke enough. Chalo, this is your place. Anyway, on that note, uh, I'm sorry I have not been able to read your mail. Soumya, apologize. Then let me apologize to some others. Oh, there was one person who wrote an email which I can't read the whole thing, but I really want to... Okay, this gentleman doesn't want to be named. He says, Hi, NL team. I'm most certainly an outlier in your subscriber demographic being 65 years old. He's been a subscriber for years. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, your input that we should not have aversions and NL projects of knight king queen jedi well good point even i've i've always hated this king queen but we call it jedi master or maybe we call it king queen we'll check that I out i don't even like the star wars thing yeah what i mean so what should be the original, levels yeah. what should be the levels you can think of it dhobi laundra laundra to mati karna soap in chief super <laughs> in chief anyway we can figure <laughs> it out he says i find myself in accord with all your views and i think mehraj has been an excellent addition since he joined thank you then uh I would like to point out one of your panelists mixed up the names of two former RBI governors, Y.V. Reddy and D.B. Subarao. <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was me. So sorry. Because when we were talking about the Tirupati uh, Thiru, board. Tirumali yeah. Tirupati Devasthanam <laughs> yeah, yeah, board. Yeah. <laughs> I happen to know both these gentlemen who are among the best at the end. Okay, sorry. We, we correct ourselves. We mixed up. And as I said, I'm usually very impressed with Mehraj, but he's quite wrong on Kamala Harris's record. She fails to pass the priority test imposed by the left wing of the Democratic Party, but a few points need to be made in her support. As a child of civil rights activist and a graduate of an all-black Harvard as opposed to the Harvard University, she's hardly a center-right machine politician. In fact, as a DA or a prosecutor in 2004, she refused to seek death penalty for the killer of a police officer, a stand that earned her the opprobrium of the police unions and sub-establishment Democrats. 
as an attorney general she possibly went overboard on being tough on crime which was a popular position in those days especially post 911 however her record is not all bad she was the first agent to introduce racial sensitivity training for her police and mandated body cameras which is no small achievement her outstanding achievement as ag was to hold firm and get 18 billion as compensation for low income mortgage owners from five banking majors wow in doing so she went against all other 49 ags and won an overall settlement which was six times more than the original offer for the 50 states her record as a us senator is for everyone to see i'm sure you can read all this but i wanted to point out that many in the progressive camp reflexively apply the black lives matter standards on today to tarnish an outstanding candidate often called the female obama like him she is not doctrinaire but it is a stretch to call her center right i am glad abhinand called out false equivalence between swaraj and news laundry that one may have started with some noble intentions of being an indian spectator but ended up as the elder sibling of op india <laughs> okay fine so thank you um, i will not read your name as you have requested but uh, thank you for you know subscribing it's i i don't want to sound ageist but i just assume that people you know who are more willing to pay for news online are young so i stand corrected sir and really appreciate your mail and sharing your views and thoughts and uh, sorry just about that uh, kamala harris bit so yeah obviously i mean she has been in politics for a long time public life in a long time she has done th- some good things also but if you see the overall record from what i understand from what i have read even the settlement you're talking about the mortgage settlement essentially like people like uh, david dine and uh, dean baker they have said that that this settlement was basically just a get out of jail free card for the for the bankers so they paid some money and they promised 50 billion or something they ended up paying 5 billion the rest of it was like credit and all that basically they took tax payer money in return and the biggest thing was that none of them were prosecuted in fact one of the people who was let off by harris was steven munukin who is now the treasury secretary for right. trump so it wasn't as like Steve as it's being this this uh, sort of narration of this whole thing is from her own book she says that i did this and that and mm. that but it's been like roundly sort so, of yeah, but debunked think, but, but i think there is a complexity in public life like i do think that there is an expectation of purity that you know the left has and decision making the bigger the decision making the more holes you will find in consistency of that person's position because you know something as simple at that level endorsing or not endorsing someone is a or of course i'm not saying one should endorse without criticism one can endorse and criticize i mean i can say that i will vote for let's say aap but yet i can be critical of aap which is very rare for anyone to say i will vote modi very critical no that cannot happen you have to uh, you know swallow the hook line and sinker but generally like let's reject everything and everybody is something that is also a very far left liberal thing that no one is as pure as and no one will be because when you take decisions at a macro level you will like for example any decision even in a small organization a decision that is taken at the level of a reporter will not be the same decision i take the editor and is not really taken as different of a level of board of governors and that doesn't mean everyone down the line is evil or good or it is just the balances that one has to maintain at different times are different so yeah and also i mean there's this sort of become this thing that if you criticize somebody i like so i take offense right you can exactly. like that person like for example take obama mm. he was a very inspiring leader to a lot of people he he symbolized a lot he did some good things also but if you see his record you can still say that he bombed a lot of countries he won a nobel, nobel prize. prize for basically peace for peace for, for giving speeches for giving goodish speeches and then went 
against everything that represented. In fact, one of the best. That doesn't mean that he wasn't inspiring. He wasn't yeah. a great you leader to both. a lot of people. Yes. Correct. You can be both. I think that that complexity and that nuance and that grace we are losing. In fact, I have recommended a podcast on Obama. One of his most ardent supporters has done a searing critique of him. I think it was a Radio Lab podcast. If I'm not wrong, but it's 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 on the recommendation. By the way, Aditya, are we working on that document where all our recommendations are all plotted on one document? That suggestion has come several times. Please make a note of it. Let's get someone to do this. Basically, all the hafta recommendations. So if someone wants to just go scroll back and see everything we've recommended right since hafta started, all those links. So the hafta recommendation links all on one document, one never-ending scroll. Then Eldritch Rebello, sorry, can't read your full mail. You have spoken about Manisha and my discussion on period leave. Uh, you suggest we read Premature Imitation and India's Flailing State by Sri Rajagopalan and Alexander. Shruti Rajagopalan. Sorry, what did I say? Shri. Shri, sorry. Shruti Rajagopalan. See, the, the man in me said must be a Shri, <laughs> can't be a Shruti. Uh, and Alexander Tabarok. And it is, there's a relevant section titled Maternity Leave in India. And then there is, and you also given a link to this paper. Then Mahendra Verma has spoken about how his name is pronounced in the north and south and it's not microaggression or racism if someone mispronounces a name. Prakash Ayer has been critical of our take on the Bangalore incident last week and it was similar to the other critique that his Hartosh pretty much said that the Hindus should not be criticizing lack of progress in Muslim. Was surprised that there was no pushback. I think we've discussed this already. Shashwati Talukdar, you have also sent a mail on the period leave discussion. And she said even the most basic look on labor history makes it clear that power concedes nothing without being challenged. Things like the eight work hour day, weekends off, equal pay for equal work, which I think Manisha also pointed out, right? Would not be possible. So yeah, thank you all you subscribers and for writing and subscribing. On that note, we shall call it a hafta. I would, before we give our recommendations and the song suggestion for the week, I would again like to tell you, please subscribe to News Laundry. A hafta will remain free for the next, I think, three weeks, possibly four. Share it with people who you think would value it and will contribute to make independent media possible because when the public pays, the public is served. So yeah, please do that. And we'll have a new NLCNA project up. Do contribute to that. And our Sabki Dhulai soap set. So during the month of August, we have a fantastic soap set. The white is a jasmine soap. The green is a lemongrass soap. And the orange is an orange soap. And वो सबकी धुलाई करता है क्योंकि हमारा यहाँ पर नारा है हिंदू मुस्लिम सिख ईसाई चलो करे सबकी धुलाई सो एंड बाई धुलाई आई जस्ट मीन लेट्स मेक इट क्लीन बिफोर एनी वन सेज देखो ये वायलेंट थ्रेट दे रहा है मैं नहीं दे रहा भाई आजकल क्लैरिफाई करना पड़ता है सो गेटिंग एनी ऑफ दैट अब वॉट ओ या सो प्लीज टेक योर ऊपर पढ़ें सो महराज मनीषा योर रिकमेंडेशन आई जस्ट रिकमेंड एन आर्टिकल दैट रिलेट्स टू वट द जेंटलमैन हुईबर was talking about the Kamala Harris settlement so it's called uh, Kamala Harris tells the big lie that 2002 mortgage settlement was a good deal for homeowners it's a very nuanced debate about what it was about how, how it affected people by you smith okay manisha before you give I'll just give mine since we're talking about gender there was very interesting newsletter that npr put how the pandemic is making the gender pay gap worse it's an interesting read mm. uh, and i think it gives insights into where you know the other consequences of something like this and the other piece i'd like to recommend is the f- piece in the time magazine on uh, facebook in myanmar and how they are fighting back basically being an investigation I- into how they played a part and what happened there it's in the time magazine 
I'll do the good thing and recommend two news laundry pieces by Anand Vardhan since he's not here also on the toxic Bihari family. Uh, he's written a two-part series on this whole notion of toxic Bihari families. You'll have to read it twice maybe to understand it. <laughs> I know, but it's it's it I mean, a very serious read. I don't agree with all of it, but it's a very like like only Anand can do very sociological. explanation for all the reactions to sushant singh rajput's mm. death on that note thank you for those of you who are paying and subscribing thank you anil for recording this thank you aditi for producing this thank you lippy also for producing this we'll be back next week with another hafta with hopefully a carpet here being dry and manisha's roof not leaking we leave you with this song ghulta jaye kajra All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.